I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Are you living your life by design or by default? 98% of people are living by default. And in this video, I'm going to share with you a simple model. I'm gonna show my screen in a second and show you how to start living your life based on the future that you want rather than based on the present or past that you've had. There's a lot of research and even one of the, there's a famous quote from the godfather or the father of American psychology. The father of American psychology was William James. He was a Harvard professor, and he believed that people's personalities essentially solidified by age 30 because typically after age 30, most people are not seeking new experiences. Most people, they've reached a certain place and they've plateaued. And rather than seeking new experiences, most people at that stage continuously repeat their experiences. They just continue to operate from the present and take what they have and then expect that and push that onto the future. And essentially, they just go into a stage of autopilot where they're creating more and more of what they already have. The main point here is, is that you can either be operating from the present and the past, meaning you take the past experiences you've had, the past results you've had, and also your current life, your current situation, and you can then use your past and present to project forward what you want in your life. You could create expectations for your life based on what you now have. And if you do that, then your goals or your desires for the future are going to be very linear. What I mean by linear, you're not going to go for something radically different from what you now have. It's just going to be linear. It's going to be like one step forward. It's going to be very, very like sequential. It's not going to be massive. You're just going to be taking like very minor adjustments. And so you could look at your goals and ask yourself, are these goals coming from my past and present? Meaning I'm taking my current life and I'm just taking that as the default and moving that forward and just making a few tweaks. Or are you operating from the future? And this is really where you want to be is you want to be creating from the future you want not from the current situation that you have. If you start creating from the future that you want, that future could be massively and radically different from what you now have. The challenge that a lot of people have when it comes to operating and creating from the future is, is that most people are afraid of what other people think. They also kind of have a hive mind where they're letting the expectations, the belief systems, the cultural norms of reality, and even their current situation dictate what they want. It takes a huge amount of commitment and courage. I love the quote from Alcoholics Anonymous, all progress starts by telling the truth. But if you can start telling the truth and start operating from imagination, Albert Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. If you could start being really open and honest about what you want and not really caring about what other people think about it. This is the key is not really worrying about what other people think about it. Once you start operating from imagination and from intrinsic motivation, which is what you most want, actually hearing that inner voice and seeking what you most want, not what you think you need, or not what other people think you can have, or what other people even think is your potential. What other people think about you is none of your business. You get to dictate what, what that imagination is. And once you start doing that, you can start making quantum leaps because you don't have to be on the same growth journey as anyone else. Most people are on a linear growth journey, meaning they're operating from the present into the future. But if you start operating from the future and then using that to dictate who you are and what you do in the present, then you can start making massive leaps and it, and it, and it will reflect no one else's growth strategy. 
So this is what you ultimately want to do is you want to start operating from imagination. Now I'm going to go ahead and show my screen. I'm going to show you a model I created and show you how most people operate in time. This is a psychology of time model. So don't take this as literal. This is how we operate psych psychologically in time. So I'm going to go ahead and show my screen. So we have our present life. We have our present experience and we have the past. And this is how most people view the past to the present is most people believe that it's the past that's driving the present. And so most people, when they're looking at their present life, if I was to ask you, why are you the way you are? Most people would look, you know, they would say this, they would say, well, the past brought me here. Now, this is way more accurate is, is it's not actually the past that's determining the present. It's actually the present that's determining the meaning of the past. That, that's a quote from Brent Slife. He's a theoretical psychologist. He wrote a book called Time and Psychological Explanation. He said that it's more accurate to say that the present causes the meaning of the past than that the past is causing the meaning of the present. Right here and now, here in the present, you can actually reframe and reshape the meaning of the past. I was actually doing a leadership training just last week. It was a company that's doing over $100 million. And at the beginning of that meeting, the CEO just went around and asked people how they were doing. And ultimately, there were some really heated and honest conversations, and they were very hostile, uh, very rough. Two people had a lot of anger towards one another and a lack, massive lack of trust, even such that one of them was like, I don't trust this person, and they were even considering quitting. Well, I shared with them this model that it's not the past that determines the present. It's actually the present that determines the meaning of the past. And I was showing them this model and also explaining that the higher up you go in terms of growth, the more emotional intelligence you need as a person. And so, yes, it takes a lot of emotional development to be able to believe that in the present, you can reshape the meaning of the past. This is what post-traumatic growth is all about. And so rather than letting the present be shaped by the past, you actually want the past to be shaped by a higher evolving present. That as you grow in the present, you can go back to the past and you can take any experience and you can reframe it for your benefit. This is becoming anti-fragile. This is where everything that happens to you actually happens for you and that you have control. You have agency. You have an internal locus of control that in the present, you're constantly reshaping the meaning of the past so that it happened for you, not to you. So back to the main point that most people, they take the past and the present and they use that to determine what they're going for in the future. So as an example, let's just say that you've never made more than 50 grand. Chances are, if that's your situation, I'm talking 50 grand a year, chances are you're not gonna start pursuing a goal that is 5 million. That would be like a, a 10 or 100X. Chances are, if you're operating from the past and the present, you're gonna set a very linear goal, a very like minor, very small goal because you're operating from the past and present. So just as most people are operating from the past to the present, similarly, most people take the present and they push that into the future. So most people take their present circumstances, their present life, their present identity, and then they use that to create the future. They use that to determine what their future can be and also what it's going to look like. And this is where a lot of the research from Dr. Daniel Gilbert comes in. He's a Harvard psychologist. He shows that most people, they're not very imaginative about the future. They don't really even think about it much. And so as a result, by default, and there's a concept called the default future, by default, people assume that the future is going to look a lot like the present because they're taking the present and they're using that to ultimately create their default view of the future. And that default future is not much different from the present. And so if you're operating from the past and the present towards the future, then your future is going to be Basically, you're going to have small goals. One way of saying it is you're going to have small goals because you're not going to ultimately be operating from an imagination future. You're going to actually just be operating from your current circumstances and just taking one step forward.
Now, the opposite of how you do this, and I call it 10x Mastery, and this fits with the book 10x is Easier Than 2x, which is a book that Dan Sullivan and I wrote, um, just came out in May of 2023. This also fits with my book, Be Your Future Self Now, which is a breakdown of the research on future self. Dr. Daniel Gilbert, in his TED Talk, The Psychology of Your Future Self, he talks that your future self is actually a very different person than who you are today. In fact, we underpredict how much our future selves will be different. But now, even to Dr. Daniel Gilbert's point, most people are not imagining their future self. They're not thinking about their future self. And to Dr. Hal Hirschfield's point, we're not getting emotionally connected to our future selves. So ultimately, you want to go from imagination to emotion to a level of knowing or high expectation and confidence. You want to go from thinking, feeling to knowing. And so a much better approach than operating from your past and your present towards your future, which is linear, which is very essentially small. It's going to lead to baby steps rather than quantum leaps. If you want to start taking quantum leaps, you want to operate from imagination. You want to imagine your future self. And there's a lot of research, which we break down in this book, 10x is easier than 2x. You actually want to start pursuing impossible goals. Uh, This would be 10x goals. If you make your goals 10 times bigger, and even maybe if you want to bring them much closer so that it feels impossible, then you'll start operating out. You'll stop operating from the framework of your past. You'll stop operating from your current assumptions and beliefs. And this is something that Dr. Alan Bernard talks about, because if, if you think it's impossible, genuinely, if you genuinely think it's impossible, then you'll be open to new pathways. Dr. Alan Bernard says that you should ask the question, this would be impossible unless, unless what? And then you start entertaining it. This goes back to Dr. Daniel Gilbert, that most people are just not thinking about it. So ultimately, you want to think about it. That's why Albert Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. You want to start imagining your future self. You could call it your 10x future self. You could call it your impossible future self. You want to start thinking about what do you most deeply want, even if you think it's impossible? Because once you start thinking about it, your brain will start focusing on it. Your brain will start breaking it down and your brain will start solving it. Our brains are not only prediction machines, which predict our future and predict what we most expect, but they're also problem solving machines. And there's a great quote from Dan Sullivan. He said, our eyes can only see and our ears can only hear what our brain is looking for. One of the reasons to set goals is so that you can actually start letting your brain and your subconscious solve it, even solve it while you're asleep. This is why Thomas Edison said, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious because your brain can actually solve things at the conscious and unconscious level if you actually think about it. But you have to actually think about it. So back to the core point here. Rather than operating from the past and the present towards the future, which would, be, which would lead to very small goals, you want to operate from a seemingly impossible future, an imagined future, and let that be the determining factor of what you want to do. You always want to be creating from the future, not from the present. Rather than having the present drive the future, you want the seemingly impossible and imagined future to drive your present. And if you do that, then guess what's going to happen in your present? This is another quote from Dan Sullivan. He said that the only way to make your present better is by making your future bigger. And so when you actually start operating from your future in the present, then guess what's going to happen? Your present is going to look dramatically different from your past. And back to the idea of imagination is more important than knowledge. You can actually set very seemingly impossible futures, and you don't have to get emotionally awkward about those futures. You can be at a place of acceptance, allowing, unattachment, but you can let the imagined future be the driver of who you are and what you do in the present And when you do that, then you can make quantum leaps. You can also redirect your life because back to the idea of default future, we're all actually being driven by the future that we most see for ourselves. This is one of the big insights in positive psychology. There's actually a concept called prospection. There's a a whole book on this by Martin Seligman and Roy Baumeister, and it's called Homo Prospectus. This is one of the big insights in psychology is, is that as people, we're actually being driven 
by the future that we most see and most expect, the, the future that our brain is most predicting. But you can change that future by imagination, by thinking, by getting to the place of, uh, of imagining that different future, breaking it down, and then starting to build expectancy towards that future. You can start to build confidence towards that future. So you always want to create from the future. You don't want to create from the past or the present. You want to create your life and what you're doing and even who you're being and what you do today, what you do tomorrow, what you do for the rest of the year. You want to you want to create that from the future, from a seemingly impossible 10x future, because then that's going to get you out of operating from the past. And when you do that, then your goals can be absurdly, ridiculously different from anything you've ever done. You don't have to just say, well, here's where I'm at now. So therefore, I'll just go for a little bit more of this. That's what we call 2x thinking in this book. You don't want to be 2x thinking, you want to be 10x thinking. And one of the massive benefits of operating from the future, from the seemingly imagined future, and letting the future and your future self dictate who you are and what you do in the present, which is really what being your future self now is all about. Once you start doing that, first off, you become a lot more psychologically flexible. You become a lot less rigid. But also, you become a lot more willing to just directly go at what you want, which is really what psychologists call deliberate practice. Deliberate practice is operating towards and practicing towards the future that you most commit to. That's the whole idea here is you want to always be operating from the future and you want to be creating from the future. Don't create from the present, especially don't create from the past. Create from the future and let the future, even an impossible future, dictate who you are and what you do in the present. And when you do that, boom, you can make quantum leaps. You can, you can go for the impossible. You can actually create results, experiences that are fundamentally different from your current circumstances. And you can start orienting your, your life and your direction towards that way rather than just basically being on autopilot and creating more and more of the same. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I hope you enjoyed this. If you haven't done it yet, please grab 10X is Easier Than 2X, my new book with Dan Sullivan, and also grab the paperback, brand new paperback of Be Your Future Self Now. Have a great day.